Praise the Lord, everybody, and greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Prophet Alan Brooks here at Truth Tabernacle Community Church. Now today, we want to talk to your dear hearts and we want to say Happy New Year as we enter into this 2022 year of our Lord. Now, we want to talk to your dear hearts today about something we must get very clear and get a clear spiritual, godly understanding of what the church is or what is the church? For a long time now, for over 150, 60 years, those who have become under God's calling our leaders They are the ones who exegese, properly exegese, supposedly, with the work of the Spirit, to bring forth an understanding to the Word of God. And there's been a misunderstanding of what the church is when it comes to what Christ, Jesus, is calling the church. Yes, he gives references to a gathering at a building, even though the building will be full of those who are the, of the born again, the called, the chosen, and the wheat. If there were no called, no chosen, no wheat in that building, you can't call it the church of the living God. And now we've gotten to a place whereby the reconstruction, which should be going on within us in our relationship to the cross and the blood of Jesus Christ and his resurrection. How does that coincide and link today with my spirit and with my mind my soul, spirit, soul, body. How do I bring a oneness, even an atonement, to my whole oneself, my soul, my one soul? It is being born again into the church. Born again into the church, y'all. Not into the building. Because where I came from, there were many places that I worshipped. And we praise and glorified and magnified God in this place. But now, 15, 20 years later, when you go back, that place is dilapidated that we once call the church. 
So now a dilapidated building, is that God? Is that the house of God? Is that what God was talking about when he mentions the church, the body of Christ, the bride of Christ? No. Even when he dealt with the tabernacle in the Old Testament, that wasn't even real. That was a replica and a, a representation of what's in heaven, the true tabernacle, the dwelling place of our God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, we have to, especially going into this 2022, because two days have already passed and we've done nothing as a hermetic race of people in understanding our true calling and our true place under God. Individual. Lead as the churches or the church, the body of Christ, the church, the members in the body, churches. You could have been having church at home for the last 30, 40, 50, 100 years. But they didn't make a distinguish to you that you are the temple, the church, the temple of the Holy Ghost. You, your wife, your three kids that you laid on the altar and gave back to God. Watch this, y'all. Now, we're going to have to build this when you're talking about what is the church. What is the church? Because you have the Pharisees, the Essenes, the scribes, the elders, the zealots, and all of these surrounding religions trying to crumble in a blemish and do away with the true religion that God gave to Israel Israel is Jacob to bring to the world which is the other two boys Ham and Sham Ham and Japheth to bring the other two boys to an understanding of what and who is the one and true and living God. We're going to have to also in this journey through here, we're going to have to go back and read St. John chapter 5, 16, 14, 15, 16, and 17. Now we're going to build and start here in the book of Matthews, St. Matthew. And I want to read something in your hearing because I got to build this. In Matthews chapter 16, we're going to start in verse number five. Because these Pharisees and these Sadducees, they had the synagogue to them that was their church. 
that they had the law of the Old Testament, which they were supposed to bring to the people to free them, to bring them into a place of liberty. But they used the law of Moses to put their foot on the heads of the people and build their own pockets. Oh, oh boy, oh shot. Yeah. Watch this, y'all. Happy New Year. And when his disciples were come to the other side, they have forgotten to take bread. Now, we travel and move around as ministers. It says that they forgot as his disciples, as they were traveling to take bread. One thing the Lord don't want you to have to worry about is bread. Whether it's bread, money, cash, money, bread, or food, bread. Watch this. Then Jesus said unto them, take heed and beware of leaven. Leaven is sin. Leavening is in the bread, which makes the bread swell. Yeast in the bread makes the bread swell. Leaven. Take heed and beware of leaven of the Pharisees and the scribes. He compares the relationship of these Pharisees, these so-called holy people, holy men, to Leaven, which is compared to and likened unto as sin. A little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. A little sin going to turn into from a little snowball to a big mound, a big rolling ball. He calls the Pharisees and the scribes, watch it, that you don't become in your personality and your character as the Pharisees and the scribes. And they reasoned amongst themselves, this is the Pharisees and scribes, now, now the Lord Jesus, he can hear your thoughts. It is, it is because we have taken no bread, which when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he said unto them, O ye of little faith, why reason ye amongst yourselves? Because ye have brought no bread. You brought no bread. Because if, if you bring no bread, it hinders and slows the whole ministry down. Now we gotta stop and get some bread. Now we got to stop and get some money. But watch that leaven. Do you not understand, neither remember the five loaves of the five of the five thousand? Now remember at one time the Lord he fed five thousand, then another time he fed four thousand. Here he's talking about the five thousand and how many baskets you took up. Neither ye seven loaves of the 4,000. See, 
And how many baskets did you take up then? That's 9,000 people. How is it that you do not understand that I speak it? Not to you concerning bread, that ye should beware of leaven in the bread. I'm talking about the leaven in the bread. For the love of money is the root of all evil. Because money answers for all things. I'm not talking about the bread. I'm talking about the leaven in the bread. The leaven of the Pharisees and of the scribes. Because they are going to reject the New Testament that Jesus Christ is going to usher in. And what is now going to be the temple, the whole Solomon's, what is going to be the church? What is going to be the dwelling place where the Lord can pitch a tent and it be unmovable? Then understood they how that he bid them not beware of the leaven of the bread but of the doctrine of the Pharisees and of the scribes. That's another thing. You're going to have to because of the doctrines of the gospel, you're going to have to check these people's doctrine that say they have established this building, this church, y'all call it the church, these buildings, under the guidelines and under the principles of the gospel message and its teachings and its tenets is what you follow. You're going to have, y'all going to have to check that because y'all want to run back to those buildings. You want to run back to the building because if you run back to the building, now it becomes your cushion for your disability of your psychological effects of loss and the things that you have lost and how you act and how you respond now because you ain't seen no doctors. And so now, with your religious self, you're going to say, no, I want to go back to that building. That building is the church. Where in the last 50 and 60 years, I'm going to tell you what y'all did in the building. And as those that were really born again tried to maneuver, had to maneuver like he was walking on mines around these people in this place where there is a multitude of wheat and tear, seeds being sown that have to grow. The wheat got to grow. The tares have to grow. And them tares was always among us. What is the church? Watch this, y'all. Jesus is the Messiah. 
when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, whom do men say that I, the son of man am? Now this is a question to establish what the Lord wants to do for his pleasure purpose, what's coming. He's asking this question to establish what's coming and to give them a glimpse, a fresh glimpse of what's going to be revealed later. Because as they're moving forward with Christ for those three years, they are associating with family members and friends. And the family members and friends are saying to them, why are y'all following that man? You dropped everything. You turned everything around. You've left everybody and everything to go and follow that man. So as they have been having these double interactions with Christ and their relationship with the people, he asked them, whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? They said, some of the people have been saying that thou art John the Baptist, and some of the people have been saying that you are Elijah, and some others have been saying you are Elijah and Jeremiah, and others of one of the prophets. Now he must be doing some great speaking because they compared him to John, the Baptist, the one that's to come to prepare the way for the Lord. They called him Elijah, Elisha and Elijah. They called him Jeremiah, the weeping prophet, Jeremiah, or just one of the prophets. But he is a prophet. He saith unto them, but whom do ye say that I am? And he turned to Peter. And he asked Peter, Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Christ, the Christ. You got an empty building if ain't no Christ in there. He said, Thou art the Christ. What is the Christ, y'all? The Christ is the spirit by which God does things through in the earth. He's going to do it through Christ, through the seven spirits of of God. Oh, yeah. And Simon Peter answered. He answered, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. The Son of the living God. He called Jesus the Son of the living God, the God of Moses, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of the Old Testament, the, uh, the God that created the whole world. Jesus answered him and said, he blessed him, blessed art thou Simon Barjona for flesh, blood did not show you this or teach you this, have not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven, 
And he said unto him, And I say unto you, that thou art Peter, Petras, and upon this rock, Peter, the rock, he says, upon you, I will build the body of Christ. I'm going to use you as a mouthpiece to manifest a continuation of the work of Christ. That's why I say you're going to do greater work. He gave Peter the commandment. This is what you're going to do after your conversion, after your change. I mean, for real change. Not put the robe on and you ain't changed. Not go behind the podium and you ain't changed. Not all up there in the choir and, 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 and watching the kids in the nursery and ushering and security in. And you ain't saved. He said, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The gates of hell is coming, y'all. I mean, it's going to be up against the fence, pushing it. But it's not going to prevail. But he's not going to prevail. And I will give unto thee, watch this, the principles, the doctrines of the kingdom. I will give you the keys to unlock how to get into the church, how to get into heaven, how to get into God, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. I'm going to give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whosoever thou shalt, thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loose in the heaven. Then he charged them. Then he charged them. How much is this going to cost? What is this going to cost? He charged Then charged he his disciples that they should tell no man that he was Jesus the Christ, the anointed one. Watch this, y'all. In verse 21 of 16 of Matthew, Jesus must die. That's the will of God. Even though he was God manifested in the flesh. We got to go to Philippians because some of y'all done forgot. Watch this. From the time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders, of the leaders in the synagogues, the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed. You the son of God, y'all gonna have to die. He gonna kill you. He wanna kill you. 
not a physical death. He wants to kill you. Your sin nature must die. And be killed and be raised again the third day. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him. Or pity, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. Wait, 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 wait. Jesus is God talking. He said, Jesus began to show unto his disciples, or be talking, how that he must go to Jerusalem, that's one, suffer many things, that's two, of the elders, chief priests, and scribes, and be killed. Five, and be raised again the third day. Peter said, Everything you just said, let all that be far from you. Now that's some error. The Lord just told you what's going to happen. What's going to be. You turn to the Lord and say, that ain't going to happen. You know what y'all going to get this year? A good rebuke. Y'all gonna get a good rebuke this year because you're not up under a real pastor, a shepherd, a real leader to lead you. And these sheep, they think they don't need to be led. They think they don't need to be led. Sheep are dumb. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. <laughs> yeah. You could be working and talking and moving in that building by the work of Satan. And speaking. Saying things that didn't come from the truth. But he turned and said unto Peter, he told Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. Get out my way. Thou art an offense unto me. And Jesus told him, offense is going to come in the world, but woe unto him that brings the offense. It were better for that man to tie a millstone about his neck and be cast into the depths of the sea than to offend one of my little ones. He told Peter, you are offense to me, but thou savorest not the things that be of God, but thou, but those that be of men. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, if any man, y'all hear that? Y'all say y'all disciples of Jesus. He said, if any man will come after me, 
Let him take up himself. Let him deny himself. Y'all ain't did that yet? Let him deny himself. I know what y'all saying. I ain't denying myself all of these worldly pleasures. Then y'all call that the devil. Why says the Lord said, let him deny himself. Take up his cross and take up your cross. All of this is leading to what is the church? You got to do all this first and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever shall lose his life for my sake shall find it. That's why the psychological effects of loss should not devastate the saints when they lose because they were the loss. And now they are the found. It should be some great rejoicing going on, going on over that the Lord found you, that the Lord found us, that the Lord found me. It's a continuation of rejoicing that you was found being lost to hell. You know how y'all driving around and then you say, excuse my French y'all. He said, y'all say, we lost as H-E-L-L hockey sticks. Yeah. So now you yourself being found should know and understand and have great empathy and love and patience for those who are lost. When you know yourself that you are lost, but you have been found by the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh yes. The church is a, represent, a representative of the body of believers here on the earth while the kingdom of heaven is made of both the early and heavenly realm. The teachings here is that those things which are conclusively decided by God in the kingdom of heaven have been so decided upon are eliminated by the church on the earth. The church is made up of believers, of true believers, who acknowledge the deity of Jesus Christ as Peter did, which is the church. Now, Watch this. Notice here in 18. The Lord gives a reference of bringing order 
to the establishment of us gathering in the building. He calls it the church. And in Matthew's uh, 18, verse 15, it says, Moreover, any of thy brethren shall trespass against thee. Go and tell him his fault between he and thee. Alone, if he shall hear thee, thou hast gained a brother. But if he shall, will if but if he, excuse me, will hear thee not, then take with thee one or two more, that in the mouth of one or two or three witnesses every word may be established. Y'all know that's to get to the truth. And if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church, which is the body of Christ, the members in the body. Tell it to the body. Let him be, let him be unto them as a publican and a heathen man Truly I say unto you, whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Now, we want to look here. At 1 Corinthians 6 verse 20 I'm sorry verse 12 it says all things are lawful unto me but all things are not expedient all things are lawful unto me but I will not <laughs> the power of any meat for the belly and belly for the meat but God shall destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for fornication, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. And God hath both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his own power. Know ye not that your body, your bodies are the members of Christ. Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? What? God forbid. What know ye not? Know ye not that that which is of the flesh is of the harlot of one body, and the one body shall be one flesh, and he that is joined unto the harlot shall be one flesh, but he that is joined unto the Lord shall be one spirit. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. You got to get out. You got to get out of the body of Christ into your flesh to sin. Because in the body of Christ, there is no sin. Uh-huh. In the body of Christ. 
That's why now you still ask for forgiveness daily for sin, seen and unseen. Because you get renewed every morning. Watch this, y'all. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committed fornication sinneth against his own body. What know ye not? That your bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost, which you have of God, which, which is in you, which you have of God. And ye are not your own. For ye are brought with a price. Therefore. That's a conclusion, y'all. Glorify God in your bodies and in your spirits, which are God's. And next, we're going to go to Acts uh, chapter number one and two to bring the birth and establish the birth of what we call the church. Amen. Amen.